Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Hello, 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 friends, and welcome back to the Influence Podcast. This is Julie Solomon, and welcome back to part three of our four-part Get What You Want 28-Day Challenge. Now, during this challenge, I've been walking you through tools that help you overcome blocks, realize what's possible, so you can get what you want. And um, with this challenge that we've been doing for the last few weeks on the podcast and inside our private Facebook group, it comes with an incredible free study guide. And it also comes with this group. So if you would like the study guide or if you want to join the group and you haven't done so yet, you can go to juliesolomon.net slash free gift for your access. It's also going to share a ton more of information so you can start diving in with us and really get the most out of this challenge. And for a quick overview, here is how it works. This 28-day challenge is broken into four parts during this entire month of February. And each week, you join me here on the podcast and inside our challenge community for a new audio lesson that covers how to get what you want. And you will end this challenge with a full realization of what's possible for your life so you can start getting what you want. It's one thing to kind of get the idea of what you want, but then actually getting it and making it happen in your life. So the challenge will end on March 1st with an exclusive invite to a free and live virtual event experience that I'm hosting this summer. So you can take all of this that we're doing and that we will continue to do over the next few months to the next level. And I'm also announcing something huge on March 1st here on the podcast that you will not want to miss. So head on over to juliesolomon.net slash free gift for your goodies to get all the info so we can get started. And we started with part one of the challenge, which covered what's holding you back. And we went there. So if you already have the study guide, if you're already in the group, you know how deep and transformative these questions are. So if you want to go back and check that out, you can. It's episode 250. And then last week we covered um, part two. Um, and you can go and recap that at 251. And today we are diving into part three. And we are going in really with an important key to get what you want. And that is creating boundaries. Now, this is probably my personal favorite part out of all four because of how transformational this part is. We learn how to create new boundaries that keep us really from abandoning ourselves. Because here's the thing, we can't get what we want if we abandon ourselves, if we abandon our thoughts, our feelings, our truth, And boundaries really are the solution to that. So let's get started. Now, here we are ready to talk about boundaries. And boundaries really are the foundation of any transformation. When you start to implement boundaries, your entire life can change. And not just your life, but how the people in your life respond or react to you. Boundaries, they allow you to create a new script for your life. And by creating a new script, the script changes. Now, what I mean by that is that you are now in charge of what you will and will not allow in your life. And I have spent many years having no boundaries. I don't know if you can relate to that, but I, for a very long time, I had no idea 
how to adv advocate for myself. I didn't even know it was possible to do that. I didn't know how to say no. I didn't know how to trust myself and what I was feeling and kind of the, the, my inner guidance and what my gut was telling me. And it was a very lonely and confusing time. And thinking back on it, I actually remember one of the first times I ever set a new boundary that changed my marriage. It was in the summer, it was May, and I had rented a beach house for the weekend in Malibu and invited friends for a barbecue to celebrate a recent business launch. Now, renting a beach house for the weekend was something that I had wanted to do for years, but I would always find a way to stop myself with these excuses, right? It's too expensive, I would say to myself, or, you know, it's a waste of money, or it's too extravagant, or, you know, I should be investing in other things. I should be spending my time in other things, or my husband won't care to spend our money and time this way. And before I had created boundaries, I would use my origin story, right? These beliefs that I had of manipulation and coercion, or just really omission to try to force whatever I wanted because I was terrified to actually trust myself and what it is that I wanted to do. I was terrified of being rejected or worse, feeling disapproval for sharing what I wanted and desired. You know, there was always the shame around it. I would start to shame myself and then I would look for the solution on the outside. And instead of just kind of being truthful about what I wanted, I would say, well, I don't feel enough to grant this to myself. So I'm going to try to coerce or manipulate or make it happen outside of myself. So then I'm not responsible for it. And this time the setup was going to be no different, right? I was so afraid because I, I was already rejecting this desire myself. And I was afraid of then my husband re rejecting this desire, this idea that I had to go to the beach for the weekend. So to avoid the sting of rejection, I would create these situations that really caused unnecessary chaos and drama. So this is how it kind of went down. The first thing I would do is I would start to drop subtle hints about my wish for a beach day gathering to my husband, hoping that my charm would persuade him to get on board with the idea. Now, mind you, this is the pattern that I would create because I just couldn't, I didn't feel worthy enough of giving it to myself. <laughs> So I would deny myself what I wanted, and then I would put the responsibility of giving me what I wanted on my husband, which then started this pattern of, of not being true to myself, right? So the subtle hints, um, if that didn't work, then I would play another role. I would play the damsel in distress. So I would act like a sad or helpless little toddler, you know, hoping I could make him pity me enough to comply with my wishes. And then finally, if that didn't prevail, then I would play the role of my lifetime, which just consisted of doing whatever the heck I wanted to do and then telling him about it later. And so at this point, he'd really have no choice but to live with the decision that I made. And I'm sure that you can imagine how these situations would end. Arguments that led to resentment, that led to bitterness, that led to not really feeling safe in, in, in the dynamic. And yes, I was fully aware of how gross this behavior is and was. But I'm also fully aware that you're probably nodding to yourself right now because you or someone that you know, they act the same way. 
And when you have no boundaries, when you don't trust yourself, when you don't know how to advocate for yourself, you don't know how to communicate without feeling the need to rationalize or justify your feelings and your wants and your desires. You don't know how to say what you mean and mean what you say and not say it mean. So luckily on this day, I chose to try something new. Instead of playing all these different roles, I would just create a boundary. And it's one that Brene Brown calls clear is kind. So I was going to clearly and kindly share what I wanted with no strings attached. Then I would honor my boundaries by committing to my decision regardless of anyone else's response. In this case, my husband's response. So I just said to my husband, I'm going to rent a beach house in Malibu for the weekend. I'm going to invite our friends. This is something I'm very excited about. It's something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And I want to give myself the gift of this. It means a lot to me to celebrate life in this way. And I would love for you to join us. But if you can't, or you don't want to, that's okay too. I'm going to still go and enjoy myself. So really, which at that point, he was just like, cool, sounds good. Count me in. (laughs) And although this may sound, I don't know, insignificant, it profoundly affected me because I had spent years dress rehearsing chaos, which would then create a chaotic situation instead of just speaking what was on my heart and mind and honoring that. But this seemingly minor exchange showed me that I could say what I mean and mean what I say and not say it mean. And that boundary in and of itself could get me what I want. Now, this boundary doesn't mean that it's always going to go my way. It just means that I give myself permission to be seen and heard as my whole imperfect self. And I was starting to realize that I didn't have to protect myself from my own thoughts and feelings. I didn't have to protect myself from my husband's responses and reactions by building these walls or causing the chaos. I didn't have to delay my happiness. I just needed to create boundaries and honor them and honor myself in the process. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business business for sponsoring the show. So I want to talk to you about creating boundaries. Creating boundaries is not what, from my experience, people seem to think it is, which is putting up a wall around yourself so other people can't penetrate it or forcing what you want at the expense of your own honesty. You know, a wall is built out of fear and mistrust. It blocks people and experiences out. Boundaries, on the other hand, they're markers 
right? They're low fences. People and experiences, they can come and go, but you are the guardian of who swings open that gate and who and what comes in. And so boundaries really help us reclaim our own lives. They help us define what we want in our space and what we don't want. And we can't know what belongs there if we don't know ourselves in the first place. If we want to establish clear boundaries, we need to focus on ourselves. We need to build our own strength and ask for and accept help when we need it. And here's the thing, you're allowed to change the price of what it costs to access you. And boundaries are the currency. Now, what I'm about to share is important because it's, it's going to be a little quick self-inventory. I'm about to ask you a series of questions and you can find these questions in the study guide, juliesolomon.net slash free gift if you wanna download those and, and go through them. But here's a quick way to know if you need to create healthier boundaries. And these are the questions that I had to start asking myself when I was going through this, when I felt so torn by not advocating for myself. And then I would try to manipulate someone else to advocate for me because I didn't feel worthy enough of advocating for myself. It was insanity, really. So when asked about yourself, do you often respond by talking about other people? And or do you have a hard time keeping the focus on yourself? Question two, do you feel uncomfortable, anxious, nervous, or not right about doing things, but you find yourself doing them so someone else doesn't feel uncomfortable? Question three, do you find yourself constantly holding back from asking for something that you really want, even from yourself? Next question, do you find yourself apologizing? over apologizing? Do you find yourself always jumping in to fix things for other people, even when they never asked you for help? That's a big one. Next question is, if you said yes to any of these questions, what comes up to you? What comes up for you? And if you said yes to any of these questions, they are signs that you need to create healthier boundaries. So does any of this ring a bell? If any of this kind of hit you at all, I would love to know what it was. Um, you can screenshot this episode, head over to Jules at J-U-L-S-S-O-L-O-M-O-N on Instagram. Let me know, because these were profound for me. Now I've found that one of the ways to kind of start creating boundaries in your life is with what I call detachment. So honoring ourselves and those that we love, it requires detachment. Now, what I mean by detachment, I just mean, it means separating ourselves emotionally from other people, from situations that may happen. For example, you wouldn't take it personally or blame someone that you love who came down with a cold and canceled plans with you, right? You would most likely be simply understanding they're sick. So the plans changed. It's fine. This is detachment. That is a perfect example of detachment. So in the same way, we can also set our boundaries up with this type of, deta of detachment in a really compassionate way. We can detach and allow the boundaries to really do their job when we can't advocate for ourselves or when someone else is, is overstepping, right? So learning to detach often begins by learning to really take a moment 
before we react. And I call this the power of the pause. So when we pause, we can start asking ourselves questions. For example, like, why do I wanna say something right now? How important is this? Am I taking this personally? And if so, why? Do I even need to respond to this? Am I being honest with myself? Am I, am I being clear? Now, these are also in the study guide for you, but these are meant to help you really get centered into your own inner wisdom, your own inner guidance, and what you know to be right and true for you before you react to some person or situation or thing that is happening around you. Now, I'm going to share some affirmations that you can start using to start setting boundaries because I know that this is, this is a big one for people. And even if we get it conceptually, you know, a lot of times it's like, okay, but how do I actually get this started? Now, we know detachment and the questions that I just asked you will help. And these affirmations. Now, again, you can find these in the study guide. Um, you can go to juliesolomon.net slash free gift. And here they are. And I want you to repeat after me. And I even have these written down on a post-it note on my desk. So I see them every day. And they are. Affirmation one, I am worthy of love and can give it to myself. Two, I choose to take care of myself and my needs first. It is not selfish. Three, I own my actions. I am not responsible for yours or how you respond to mine. Four, I can love without taking responsibility for your pain. And five, I let go of the belief that I must take care of and save everyone in crisis. I am not that powerful. So those are the five affirmations that I want to leave you with today. And I want you to take some time with them, read them, see how they feel. Um, some of you may be very triggered by them. So then sit in that, ask yourself why. Which ones are hard to say? Which ones are hard to believe? Which ones make you emotional? Which ones make you upset? Which ones make you want to resist it? And why? And this really comes from self-advocacy and advocating for yourself. Self-advocacy means that you're able to tell people about your thoughts and feelings with full transparency. You're able to ask for what you need and want. You know your rights. You speak up for them. You no longer stay silent so that others stay comfortable. And having this ability to advocate for yourself, it helps us examine with true honesty and courage our personal understanding of security and the clarity of our values. And I believe that there is nothing nobler than knowing what our values are, putting them into practice, and having the realization that we are who we say we are. And we know this because we are in alignment with our integrity. And self-advocacy, it's the highest level of security. It's what brings us ultimate joy. It's the, it's the gift of boundaries. And this comes with understanding what security values and trust really mean for you so you can carry them out. So I'll share with you what they mean for me. And I actually had to define these myself. And I encourage you to do the same. So security for me, means creating a safe container to express my thoughts, feelings, and intentions. Values are the measures 
I use to prioritize my needs and tell if I'm getting out of life what I intend. And trust means having a confident relationship with what is unknown. What is your definition of security? Definition of values and trust, do you know them? Have you ever thought about them? And if you wanna dive in, you can do some writing around this in the study guide. And this is, this is important because this is what is going to help you be able to start to define what your boundaries are and to start actually putting them into action with clarity. And I think that's the key here is the clarity. And you can't have clarity about trust, values, and security if you don't even know what they mean to you. And so I want to leave you with this today, and I hope that you will take it with you as you leave this challenge and step into what is your life and your world and your relationships and your parenting and your job and all the things. And this is what it is. Today, I will dare to be myself. There's a chance I'll make excuses for my feelings to avoid causing a stir. To make someone else feel better, I may not do something that I really want to do. And if I choose to do this, I deny my true feelings. Instead, I can choose to be honest with myself. And when doing so, I won't pretend to feel something I don't. I won't pretend to want something I don't want. Instead, I will choose to look courageously at myself I can only learn to love myself if I'm willing to learn who I am. I have the right to want what I want and to feel what I feel. Even if I don't act on those feelings or wants, I will no longer hide them from myself. All right, next steps. Download the study guide if you haven't yet at juliesolomon.net slash free gift. Please join us inside our amazing private community where we dive deeper into all of this stuff. I, I pop in there weekly for some lives to offer more support. Spend the next week really feeling and thinking through the questions from part three. And go back and listen to part one and two if you haven't already. Get in that Facebook group. Share your thoughts and your feelings. It really does give other people the strength to do the same. Screenshot today's episode. Share your takeaway with me because I love to share them on the gram. And you can even come back and listen to this part again if there may be things that you missed or if you just start to feel a lot of resentment and kind of like bitterness and anger towards something. That's always, that's always a sign to me that to really listen because you know that you're, it's like you're, you're rubbing up on the edge of something that could really help you transform. And also if you like this challenge, I would love if you would share it with somebody else that you think could need it and leave a review on iTunes if you can, letting others know how much you loved it. It may be exactly what they need to hear to really take this leap themselves so they can get what they want. And then of course, come back next week for part four, where we wrap up our challenge with so much clarity as we find our newfound purpose and we work on applying it to your life and your work. I can't wait to guide you through this. Next week, we also have some big, big, big announcements. So you will not want to miss the podcast next week. We're finalizing this, and then we're going to dive into some really, really good stuff. So I will see you inside our Facebook community, the Challenge Private Community, and here next week. Have a great rest of your week. 
As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all all of that good stuff.